Good morning. So we are now officially in Mimer 5 of Ayan Beis. So first of all, are you all up to that? I don't know. I want to make sure we're the same. That's Mimer. Uh, let me see. The truth is, I can go slower if you're going slower. It's fine. I'm just uh, trying to... Everybody's in Shlach? Huh? So you're able to... I just want to say five, five days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So five days you're able to do a mimer? Uh, huh? Okay. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so we're up to mimer five. Well, anyway, I'm, as you see, I've been summing up the, my modern Bukhlal because Thayim uh, Bey's Zion Bays, that it can never hurt to review again and again and again. I'm teaching a class already eight years now. We're up to the end of volume two. Talking about thousands of classes and constantly have to connect it all because it's one big Hemshik. That's the bottom line. As a matter of fact, it's Azrachah Pratis. What we're learning here, the Maimur I'm learning now, the Kachtan Lacham Ayim Vov, is Mamish referring back to this Maimurim here. So interesting connection. But the component Maimur 5 is Shlach Lacha. And I always point out the Friedrich Rebbe's summary, in the beginning, he writes, it's always good to have, because anything we have from the Rabbeim that sums up a Maimer can only be useful. Now, that doesn't mean it's the Maimer, the entire Maimer, it's sometimes it's the middle of the Maimer. That's how the Friedrich Rebbe wrote it. But Pastor, he was writing for himself, and for all of us, some notes just to, you know, to keep be able to uh, contain uh, 144 Maimorim, and then more that was said later, that was, sorry, written, uh, just a way to keep some structure here. So where do we leave off? I just want to go over last Maimor, because I think Maimor 4 is very critical to the whole uh, so-called bridge to go further into the next uh, section. So to sum up, the Kitsar, the Rebbe Rashab is laying out, as we spoke, the map. The map of it's called in English the cosmic order. We call Seydish Talshus. What is Seydish Talshus? Essentially a structure that Abishta created in order to have a relationship with us. Because he didn't just want to create. He wants a, that's a relationship. It's a So on one hand, it's for the, for Relikus, and we know for Atzmus himself. And it's Betachtenim Davke. And the dilemma is these two are opposites in every possible way. So say the shtalshus is kishmoi kainu. Shtalshus means nishtalshul, like a shalshelus, a chain. What's a chain? Link to link, and you go from one level all the way to the other. You can have a link of a chain across the whole world, thousands or millions of links, but they're all connected. But in this case, it's not equal links because every link is so-called either a higher level or a lower level. And essentially, in simple terms of aveda, a person's growing. What is growth? You want to measure your growth? It's basically you can say. Are you moving from Yasiya to Yitzira to Bria to Atzilus and, and Hecha? And within each world itself, from Malchus to Yisod, etc. <clears throat> so each level is technically really a level for us, like a, lag, a rung in the ladder, like the Moshal given Sulam Mutzav Arzok from um, the Posig by Yaakov. So it says Sulam Zutfila. And the Rezoyar says, Achsidus explains, there was four rungs on this ladder. The four rungs are the four elements. And the four sections of davening every day. Uh, I, I mentioned it the different ways it's explained, but Derech Lal is Bichas Hashachar, Pesukah Dezimra, 
Birchus Krishma and Krishma and Shemesa. Sometimes a little different, but that's the structure. So when we're davening, we're actually on a journey. We're not just saying words if you're davening properly. It's a journey going from a more Gesh's Dika place. You know, in the morning we are Ani, so it's Neshama Ba'apai, we haven't yet begun, and we're climbing and we're growing in each of each steps. That's Seyed Nishtalshlis. And it serves two purposes. One is giving us a logical explanation of how God creates existence, and it also gives us the tools to climb the ladder back and retrace the steps and reconnect, so to speak, to the Ebersh. So in a way, if you did it properly, you can, or you, can, you can identify where you stand in exactly what madrega, if you're so interested in doing so. Obviously, we're not uh, a Veda for us. It doesn't come that easily. And it's not something that really has been focused on properly. So Vemela, we learned these in Yonim. They're, they're abstract ideas. But I'm trying to just explain that the whole purpose of this was to help us become more getlich, essentially, to prepare ourselves and to refine ourselves, I should say. Birura yesh, bitla yesh, refine ourselves in the world and to bring the gula. Because gula is where the realignment happens that this whole Seyed serves its perfect purpose to be a transparent mamutza uh, interface <coughs> between Alakus and Velt. So Mashiach means Gili that this world is aligned with the Kavana of Alakus and, uh, and all the way up to Niglik Feid Hashem as the Altareb explains in Peter Klamet Vav so this is a general overview. So where we are specifically, so the Rebbe Rashab is laying out this map. Like what? So what, let's 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 uh, let's dissect it. If uh, existence, the, the nivra, yesha nivra, is a nivra, the ebrist is a beira. So where do they meet? Where do beira and nivra meet? So the answer was in Atzilus, basically. Atzilus, the ebrist created to have a place where there's a meeting place. That Atzilus is a mamutza. Kolin Yane of Atsilis is to convey to a structured existence of a yesh, Yediyas Alakus and Hargosha Balakus, which means basically Seichla Midis, that we can align our Seichla Midis to what the Ebrister wants. Atsilis is the perfect world. So it's a world on one end, because it's definitely Chachma bin Adas, Eidas Bikalim Veloshin Ha'amayimorim here, or the Moshal for it in our Keiches Hanefesh, Mepsari Avzalaka, is Keiches Hanefesh Betech Le'evorim. That's where you began the first Maimer explaining how they're both, they fit each other. Erpinimi. Eidus Bikel. Okay, so which one is more represents Alakus? Obviously, Eidus, which is Me'en Amoy. Kalim is already Nivroya. But the Rebbe Rashab in the last Maimer, as we discussed, said, no, it has to go further than that. Because that would still leave us a disconnect because where did the Kalim meet the Eir? So he says, also the Eidus is Ma'ayin Temotza. Chachla Ma'ayin Temotza, not just the Kalim. But also the Eir is relates to existence. And Bemela is also Shalei to Elikus, as he explained. So it, the story is not over, obviously, because then we have to figure out if the Eir relates more to the Kalim, is also Ma'ayin. So what about the Elikus Then the Elikus is compromised, so to speak, because now it's like uh, on a lower level. So the Rebbe Rashab is that you can trust him that he's going to go through all this very thoroughly, but you can't cover everything. So now he went to, to what happened in the last Maimon 4. The Rebbe Rashab continues and says that the Eidus are, on one hand, they are definitely related because they're Mitsuyarim. They have Chachma bin Adas. However, they're rooted all the way in the Esesphiris Agnusus. So now you suddenly find the other side of the coin. It's true. The Eid is Shalei Berech to what? To Ainsef. But it's not Shalei Berech to Eid Hagvul, which is the Shedesh Eidus, as he calls it. 
In other words, the Eid itself, that, I'm sorry, the Eid and Kalim of Chochmah and Bina, that's the Eid HaChochmah Bekleh HaBina, is rooted, the Eid HaChochmah is rooted in Eid, in Chochmah of Esosphere Sagnuzis Lifni HaTzimtzum. So what does that do? That counters the other side. So you see that the Eiris are also still a reflex, it's still Eir. However, it's an Eir that's in the Tzura of Chochmah. <coughs> Or in the Surah of Bina, etc. So now it's going to go into a deeper discussion. What is Esses for the Sagnusis? And um, and the, so the last Pedic, which I really didn't fully sum up, but the last Pedic Yuzayim in the last Maimon 4, the Rebbe Rashab concludes, and he basically says that, that So what does this achieve? This tells us. That on one hand, yes, there is that Selamid Mus, and we, we are created in that Selamid Mus, which of course satisfies the most important part that we have a connection. We have something to hold on to. If a human being was not created, but then again, we remain Nivrayim, and there's nothing in common. But the Abish to create that Selamid Mus, which of course means not the Abish is Lamailam, it's called Selamid Mus, but he manifested himself, Mislavish, through Adis and Kalim and Atsilis. Salmenu is the Shadish Adish, which means the Eir. All the way to its root in the Estes Firas Agnuzis, the Kalim all the way to its root in the Kayach Hagvul, not the Eir Hagvul, the Kayach Hagvul, that is Shimu. So there's Eir Hagvul and Kayach Hagvul. And this is how we have now the ladder that I was talking about, the bridge, by connecting our existence to the Tselem and Mus in which we were created, Tselem and Mus of the Ebeshter. What happens there? We are not only connecting to the Kayach Hagvul, which is the, the actual Kali. The, the mom is the Tzir Mugbul, but also to the Eir Hagvul, which goes all the way to the Esses for the Segnus. So therefore, we have now the reconciliation that on one hand, Atsilis is Gilead Helam. What's the Gilead Helam of Atsilis? It's the Gilead Helam because the Eiris, even though they have Atsir in them, but they're rooted in uh, and Gilead Helam from Esses for I'll explain that in a minute with a, some Amarshal. And we have also Mitzad Kali, which is the structure is also rooted in a way, Gilead Helam, to the Kayacharashimu, the Kayacharashimu. On the other hand, it's Yeshma'ayin, because Be'era, this is all Be'erech to Shereshe'eres. What about Ein Sov? That's Lamaila for Shereshe'eres. That's the Sphiris Agnuzis, is not the beginning. Like he brought from the Alter Rebbe, that all the Sphiris, even Sphiris saying Ketz, I'm reading from in chapter uh, in Pedicure Zion. It's very critical where he brings from Shishim, the Beer, the Shishim Hema Malachis, Ksavyad Harapzal. It's, it's a five lines into, six lines into Pedic Yudzayim. I'm just saying that because this is a critical maimer. You always know it's a very sadistic maimer. Because Ksav Yadarab Rapin Chesrezis wrote Hanochis of the Alter Rebbe. And, he, and he, I'm just going to read it because I think it's vital. The whole sphere, Loi Shaykh Likri Bats Musay, Umuhuse, Ragbechinus Edensov, Sham Shaykh Likri Bishim Sphere, Avalebchinus Esesphiris, Kigambechinus Edensov, Ain Misper, Avamuhuse Bats Musay, Loi Shaykh Sham Sphiris Klaal. So essentially you have three levels. Ain't safe mamish is not shaykh spheris at all. Then there's a level of spheris ain't cats, unlimited spheris. And then there's the, the essence spheris agnosis is one afen, ten spheres. And all this is lifting that symptom. And the essence spheris of atzillus are a gilia helen from the essence spheris agnosis. So the moshal I, I always give, and I've given here as well, I think it's a good moshal just to, to give some musig in this. And there's other Mishalim too. I'm just using this one. It just works well. So you have an artist who's painted a piece of art. One piece of art. This piece of art 
is the, the nimshal is the essence fittest. It's one structure. As a sky, as a horizon, as a bird, as a water, whatever the, the painting is. Then you have the, 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 the vision of the artist that he invested in this. Notice before he painted, he didn't just get by and start painting a painting. He envisioned in his mind what he wants to create. Then you have, even further than that, you have this artist could have painted other paintings. As a matter of fact, in Indian, he could have painted infinite amount of paintings. Ain't cats. Only have bullet because he's a human being. He can't paint forever. But in Indian, it's not one painting that he has. And then, even further than that, someone says, okay, so, so what is his what is Musi of this artist? Being an artist? No. Muhusivat's Musi, maybe he's not even an artist. He could be a Lamdan and a Gon and a father and a husband and a thousand other things. So what's in the Nimshal? The He chose to become an artist, so to speak, a creator. He chose to become a beta, and he and then and he had infinite possibilities how he's going to create existence, which is the infinite possibilities of the artist. And then he chose among these infinite possibilities, he chose, I'm going to do it through Esasphiris Chachme Binadas. But it's all still in the in the so-called Machshava Kavyachal of the beta, of the creator. In this case, the artist, the cosmic artist, if you wish. Then comes the tzimtzum and everything that follows that brings the art into reality. Because remember, as long as the, the even Svidus St. Ketz is shining, there's no room for anything to come. The, the artist has to be Magdal himself, Kav Yochul. Or Magdal his Eid, I should say. And that comes Eid HaGvul. So the Eid HaGvul, we're going to learn a little later, is really just a piece of Bligvul. The Ebishter took a big bligvul and took one part of that one, one, one oifen and one bligvul he chose. So Be'etzim, it's the artist, when he's making one art, he's really still for him, it's bligvul. It's just a bligvul in the shape of a gvul. From our point of view, we only see one piece of art. Rooted in the Esosphidus. That's what we see. But as we're going to learn, in these Esosphidus is concealed the artist's, all his possibilities, and even the fact that he's not even an artist. So in the, the Loshna that he says here for Rapinch, the Maimah from Shishbir Shishim Hem Lachas would be that the Esosphidus is the art, is the structure. Esosphidus Agnusus is how he's envi- the artist envisions that structure, which is really, so to speak, among the Svita Saint Ketz. Svita Saint Ketz would mean all the possibilities. And Mahusibat Smusi, Bechal not Shaykh Svidas. Ebish is not defined by being an artist or a beta. Leza Ikad al Kush, Nivramana Elamis. Even Eirna, which I'm not going to go into Eir right now. It's not negated in your name. So therefore, what you have here is two sides. So what the, what's been established is that the Esosphiris of Atzillus are not just Nivroim. They're not just structure. They're a structure that's rooted in the artist's so-called Machshove or in his vision, however you want to call it, Lifnei Tzimtzum. And then it manifested after the Tzimtzum into a real structure. So now when we connect, let's talk about the Nivroim now. We connect from Briyad Sidasiyah to Atzilus, to Tzalmenu Kidmusenu. Essentially, you're aligning yourself to a structure that the Ebershter created, which is rooted all the way in these highest levels. At the same time, there's also Shalei Berach, because Musa Vatz like he says, is higher than Svidus altogether. So I'm not saying all the questions are answered, because now the question is just going to carry over. Ebazei, the highest place we can connect to is Eiragvul. So do we connect to Eid Ablikvul? Do we connect to higher than Eid Ablikvul, to uh, the levels? So the answer is yes, but that's going to come a lot later in the Hemshah. Not a lot. It's going to come, I would say, in 40, 50 pages, you'll start seeing how the Rebbe Rashab starts addressing that. But the Hemshah Chaim Beis is all about what I just said now. He's going to climb all the way 
and it's going to go all the way to Atzmos Mamash. That's what's so uh, unique about it, because you're not going to find any Maimonim that do, that lay this all out in one place. You know, when you look at this, you're going to find a piece in this Maimon, a piece in this Maimon. Here the Rebbe Rashav lays out. Where I'm learning now in the daily shir I give, which is at the end, as I said, an Ayin Vav, we're talking about a Maimon 139. We're now Maimon 5. That there he's connecting it all to Atzmos already. I mean, even before that. And but but you can't figure out how to connect Atmos if you don't figure out first of all how do you connect. It's like someone that's uh, barely able to travel uh, once his coffee in his life is suddenly jumping into Atmos. It doesn't work exactly like that. You have to first figure out how to get beyond your uh, lower levels. So that's the general picture. Just to just to make it a little more bemuchish, you know, it says uh, the re- uh, animals will never attack a human being. That's what it says as far. Why? Because the human being is created by Salam Alekim. And the, and the animal senses that Salam Alekim, he won't attack a human being. So, the Shaila, what do you mean? We see animals attacking humans all the time. That's not, that's not a. It, only Daniel, the Nevarais, that wasn't attacked. So, the answer given in this forum, I think Siddhis brings it too, is because the animal doesn't see the Salam Alekim. Through Cheta Eitzadas and then through other Chatoim, the Salam Alekim can be concealed. So he sees a human being. He doesn't see the the elokus that we're created because it's like there's a there's a master, a master like a kisui vehester. That Mashenk and Daniel by him shown the tzalim elokim. The same thing to hear the stories with Friedrich Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, when they were in prison, how they were respected when Friedrich Rebbe was sitting with Talis and film. Because even even the Umas and Mamish will recognize something. What's my point? My point is that we in this world, even though we're created with Salmenu Kedmuseinu, doesn't mean it's Begali. So the first Aved is that you should look, you know, when you ask a person, are you making a Kiddush Hashem? You're making a Kiddush Lubavitch. Are you representing the Rebbe in the right way? You're basically saying, are you aligned? Your Gashmizdika Guf and Neshama, is they're aligned to Atzilus, essentially. I understand that's a high madrege. That would be perfection. My point was, I just want to put it into simple atheists. That that's really what we're trying to do. Take your yesh guf and neshama beguf for nefesh abamis gashmi vechumbi and try to align it somewhat. How do we do it? Through teda. Teda says through learning teda, mekayim mitzvus avedas atfila. When you're doing that, is you're aligning yourself to the way the ibrish to the artist wants the art to look like. Is the art living up to it's the kavon of the of the artist? That's just, I wanted to just spell it out and uh, push it to Aces in that sense. Okay. With that said, so Maimir, the next Maimir, which is a shorter Maimir of Rebbe Rashab continues, and he brings proof. Um, I'm going to pay the Kutches. So Rebbe Rashab begins, So before I explain this Pedic, um, I want to just talk about one thing which I didn't really focus on, which is about the symptom itself. So you could ask the question of, okay, so Shedish Sha'eris is an Esosphirus Agnosis, God envisioning the spheres. Shedish Sha'kelim is in the Aceus that are not naked before the symptom because the air is so dominant you don't see any Aceus. So what's the symptom's role? So this is my mind begins to talk about it. It's going to be more about it much later. What's the Simpsons' role? The Simpsons' role is, going back to the muscle of the artist, the artist can envision, even though he went moved from Bligvul to Gvul, meaning from infinite possibilities, Sphiris St. Ketz, to one possibility, which is Esther Sphiris, that still doesn't mean you have art created. There's no creation yet. This is all Beteich 
so-called of the artist. This is all his own processing. It would be like an author thinking of an idea, but he didn't write it down yet. The Tzimtzum's role is to allow the structure to emerge. Because remember, in the presence of Ligvul, in the Lashon of the Eitz Chaim, which he's going to quote here, Eina Sef B'malakola Metzius, Eir Poshet B'tachas Apshitus, there's no room for anything. There's no room for one, for Eses Fetus. How is suddenly Eses Fetus going to emerge in a distinct, structured way when they're in a big yam of infinite, of Ligvul? I mean, put it simply that the Moshul Da'al gives with the teacher. It was a brilliant, infinitely brilliant teacher. So even though in his mind he wants to teach a class in, uh, let's say, Ayin uh, Beis, or in Hilchus Mokfois, or whatever it may be. I'm not saying that the Kailu teachers are in the Darga of uh, Ifnat Simpson. I'm just trying to say it's just as a Moshe. So the Rav wants to teach. So he could be preparing a shir in his mind, but the bottom line, if he lets his own uh, brilliance shine, the students won't be Makam. They won't even have room to be there. So the Rav has to be Mitzamsim himself. What does that mean? He has to conceal all the possibilities. The artist has to conceal all the Svirah Saint Ketz because in the presence of Svirah Saint Ketz, what's called in the presence of divine consciousness, if the Rebbe was glowing, like we see Moshe Rabbein, the Eden couldn't look at him. Why couldn't they look at his face? Because it was too, it was like a gili of Ein Sof. Or just like the Ebishter tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you can't see me and live because if you see me, you're not going to have any room for your any independent existence. Even on a lower level, the Gemara says that if the Abishta sticks out his finger, the Malach will burn up. Why? Because you need a Tzimtzum. So the Tzimtzum's role is to create the space, so to speak, for Azulas, for another, which really means to create the space for the Esther Spirits to manifest. <clears throat> so the Tzimtzum's role is really to conceal the Eir HaBligvul, and to reveal the Eir HaGvul. And now, amidst the Svirah Saint Ketz, the Svirah start taking shape. That's basically the Nukudus Advar. So that's the that's the, the Chiddush of the Arizal in Simpson. There's a lot to be said about it. I'm not going to go, this is not the Mamorim about Simpson. There's much later that Rashab elaborates at length what the Simpson, what the Simpson exactly is. I just want to say it in context, how you get from Sharshia Eidus lifting at Simpson to the Eidus of Atsilis in the Kalim. The Esosphere Sagnusis cannot fit into Kalim because there's no Kalim, there's no structure. So the Tzimtzum allows for the Eidus now to start taking shape. And ultimately, in Atsilis, they will take enough shape that they can fit into Kalim and they won't be Shvidus Kalim. Even tell you the Eidus are Merubim are too intense for the Kalim. Imagine Lifnat Tzimtzum or Bechal is entirely bleakful. So the Rebbe Rashab says, that now you can understand the statement in the the the, the, the asked the question. Okay, we understand why you need a symptom because without a symptom you can't have kalim, you can't have a zulas. If you will, as again, you're shining with all your intensity. There's no room for another. I mean, you ever hear somebody who's a big Tamil chacham and he goes on and on and on and you're trying to ask him a question? He's so consumed with what he's saying, you can't even ask him something because he's a mamala kolametzius. I don't mean it's that guy. <clears throat> I mean, person is so excitable. And, and, and you need it after to, to say, you know what, Atkan, Kof Aleph, and uh, we need to ask you a question. So fine, that's the Simpsons role. But the Eitzchayim asked the question, so why did there need to be a whole Simpson Simpson Since afterwards a Kav is going to come any, uh, anyway. Remember, the Kav is the stream. After the Helam comes the Kav, which streams what? The Kav is Shedish, Mushrish, and Shershia Eidus. The Kav is going to be the force that shapes the Esos the Eidus. 
also the kalim, but primarily the edus. So if we're going to leave, a, if a kav is going to come anyway from the teacher to the student or from the artist to the art, so why do you need a tzimtzum legamini? Why not the Ebishter should have just removed the bligvul and just left the kav there? Why do you have to completely, no, it's complete silence, and then your mom, so why does it have to be a hefzik, so to speak? A chazavahoyer of the kav. Just leave a kav. Remove all, the, conceal all the bligvul and leave a kav. So the Rebbe Rashab asks, I'm just going to read inside because this is, he says, he's going to answer it with the whole Yisad here. That since the, the um, since the, that's the Sphiris Amushrish in the, the, well, let me, let me correct myself. The Rebbe Rashab said, what's the Havamin? What's the question? The Erab Ligvul doesn't let a Kav to emerge. So we can't just leave a Kav. The Kav is a Kav that's Mugbo. It connects to Esesfiris. How could you ask such a question? What's the Havamini? And the answer is because the Shere Shakav exists Lifniat Simpson. That's why there's a question. If it didn't exist and the whole thing is Yashma'ayin, then of course you need a complete symptom. But since it's Gilead Helen, the Kav from Lifniat Simpson, from the Esesfiris Agnusis, we made the connection between the so called structured Esesfiris to the way they're envisioned by the Abishter, like by the artist. So then why do you need a full symptom? The symptom should only be for the kalim, not for the the air. What do you need a full symptom? So the Rebbe Rashab is deriving from the shaila and the Yitzchayim that you have to say that the kav is rooted, or else there wouldn't be a havamin. You all understand what the, the point? That's what he says here. In the lotion of the Maimon, he says, um, so the Yitzchayim says, it could have been, as he brings, as I just uh, stated. What kind of question is this? One is so how do you have even a havamina? Why how could you ask such a question that kav should remain? Like I said. The is higher than Sphiris. Since it's Gilead Helam, just be Megalit. What, what do you need to conceal everything? So what's the answer? The answer is because the Kalim wouldn't be able to take it. That's the answer. The, inside the Kav itself, attack it could have been that way. But the problem is we need also Kalim. We don't just need Eir Hamit Mitsuyir. We need Kalim. That's what he says later. Says um, below. Um, yes. Yeah. So just to elaborate a bit on that. So why? What's if the Kalim are also Mushrash Shunelikus? Why? Why could the air so-called remain and the Kalim can't? Inside the Kalim, the air can't remain. Because you have to really, as I, I said this already, but I think it's good to repeat. 
What's really the role of the air and what's the role of the keli? They're both from they both come from Kayakaliki. One's Eiragvul, one's Kayakagvul. So what's that of the difference? Well, let's talk about the Gashmis by us. Imagine for a moment that a Nishama didn't come into our goof. The Abishta made that the Nishama's Esar Kaychis Hanefesh, Chachma Das, would exist like Esar Eiris in Elam Hazar. Just for a moment, what would the world be like? It wouldn't be this world that we have. It would be nice Eiris. But it would be, first of all, it'd be Eir, which right away makes it more, uh, so it's already more eloquent. Second of all, it's not Tachtenim. Remember, we need real Tachtenim. We need a Gashmi Stikidov. It's not just, Abishah says, it's not just Vishachanti Besech. He wants Amikdash. And Amikdash is made up of Gashmi Stikidvorim. Dvorim Gashmi. So essentially, the Kalim serve the role of the, let's call it the Kishmai Kainu. It's a keli for something. It's like pouring wine and making, making kiddush wine in your hand. It doesn't work that way. You need a keli to be tefus. So in order for the, for the, for the, for gash, for ultimately for gashmis to become a real mitzias and not just a eruchni in a tziur, you need keli. And put to put in different terms, um, from the point of view of, let's go back to the teacher and the student. Even if the teacher was mitzamtzim himself and was able to stream a stream of consciousness, a kav, to the student, but there's more than that. You also need to put it into, into the kalim and levushim and mishalim that the student could understand. He needs atheists. So like I think I explained this, I'll say it again. When you, atheists like on a page, we're reading here atheists. Atheists are kalim. It wouldn't be enough if we just, the Rebbe Rashab found some miraculous way to to download to us uh, the ideas. You need ACs. Same thing, ACs are Dibur. I'm speaking right now. These ACs are conveying something. If I was just to be Mamshech without ACs, you don't have Kalim. So Kalim is what creates truly a relationship. If you just had, if, if it was just essence and the Kav, you have Tzir, but you don't have Kalim. So Kalim is really structure. The Mitzis Hadover. What's the Er's role? The Er's role is the Kavona that the air conveys the kavona of the is the techen When you read the letters and the words, it's giving us a message. What is the message? The message is the air. So to put it in, in, let's put it in communication skills, for example. You have speakers or writers. So you could find a good a good speaker or writer. What they really what they really master is the ability to put their ideas into airs and kalim that are tailored in a perfect way. That when you hear it, it's smooth. You'll find sometimes someone who teaches or speaks and they're saying great ideas, but they don't have Kalim, they don't have the ACS, or their ACS are limited, or they're all jumbled up. You know, I've heard talks where a, a brilliant teacher, but he tells you Gimel before Aleph, you know, so it's like one big uh, jumbled mess of ideas. So his Kalim are lacking. Sometimes the opposite. There are people who are great speakers, they're polished, and then afterwards you ask yourself, what did they say? God they just knew how to, they know how to hypnotize a crowd with good jokes and stories. And then you say, what was the tech? Gunsh. Or minimal. In other words, you can have a lot of kalim and little atis. You can have a lot of atis and little kalim. A true communication, a proper one. And this, by the way, is not just communication. It's also love. It's also a relationship. A true relationship is there is a measure of atis fits into the kalim. So the way you're saying it and what you're saying are, are uh, fit with each other. If the techen or the oyer is stronger than the keli, it's not going to come across that well. If the keli is stronger than the air, it's not, you're not going to get a message. I remember, uh, without saying names, I remember <laughs> Yale told me once 
that a certain guy, he was a good speaker, he said to me, I can you know, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, also, Hagdar, um, whatever that means. Maybe you could say it's a mile. He saw a bottle. He doesn't have to understand. It's just a chamash. It's just going through him. But the point I'm making here that the, the so going back to the way the Abishta created it, you could say the Abishta separation is bottle of Kimasu Shemayim Saoritz Nami Maimerhu. Why did he have to say Yehi Oyes Yehi Rakia and Teitzi Eretz Desha and Yehi Meiris all the Sodom Amoris? Because that would be in Nebuchadnezzar's machshava. Siddha says, Yeah, but then it would all be nichol, like in one kechayuli, or one, 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 one um, concentrated point. And you don't have the structure of existence. So first the Ebrister did was he created a cholaz dikayesh. Like taking a piece of clay, and then you have to shape it. Ebrister says, is one hamshachet. Yehirakiya, tzir ha'asius is different as the Alter Rebbe explains in Shaykh of Amunah, and of course, the creation is a different creation. So essentially, that's the role of Eris and Caleb. Okay. Now going back to this Maimer, so what does the Rebbe Rashab continue speaking about? It's a complicated Pedic, actually, Yitches. The second half of Pedic Yitches, he talks about actually two types of Tzimtzumim, because then the question is the other way around. Ebazei, since the Tzimtzum addition is only really for the Caleb, I'm talking about Bederach Siluk. A kav would also need a tzimtzum, because to get even a kav, you have to... But the kav could have been left there. It didn't have to have the to- total uh, pause, total hefzik, total siluk, so to speak, total hell. So then it comes... Ebazei uh, kumta is a strange thing, that the tzimtzum effect on the kav is different than the tzimtzum effect on the kalim. And he says, That's takin's true. The tzimtzum effect on the kav is more gili helim. It's in order to be revealed the gili, you need to conceal the, the all the bleak wool. And then what your Megala basically is the Esos Firas after the Tzimtzum is the Kav, which will create the Esos Firas Agluyas in Atzilas. And the Kalim Taka need uh, a, a complete a complete Tzimtzum. It's not enough, that type of Gilead Hell. But here's, I think, the first place that Rebbe Rashab also introduces the two Shittas, Eris Mitzior and Meiris Pshutim. It's the second half of Perikid Ches. He did say it? Okay, if, if he said it, fine. I, uh, I think this is... Because here, if you look, he says, I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. He says, Acha inyan. He asks, Imkein eichu b'chines gilei helen gam b'shoshim m'keirei. He says like this, Omnam adayin sorech l'hoven. I didn't read from the place. He says, Omnam adayin sorech l'hoven. 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 He says, Omnam adayin sorech the only reason for siluk was due to the kalim. But after the fact, the kav does come after a total siluk. So says the Alta Rebbe In other words, it's talking two different things here. There's a tzimtzum b'derech siluk, which is necessary for the kalim to emerge. And legabe, the kav, it's a very different type of tzimtzum. It's much more of a, it's much, it's, a, it's basically a lower level of tzimtzum. And then he goes on to say that both shittas, yeah, you can say this is. V'zeu al piya shita, adam shachos v'kav me'erein sof mamash. Al kein sarech le'medat tzimtzum. So the shita, that the kav, that, uh, I'm sorry, that um, the kav comes from erein sof mamash, not from the essence of 
Because there's a shita that the Eidus are not Mitzriyarim. And I, maybe I should elaborate a bit because I'm just jumping into it. Because everything I've said till now, like this whole thing that the artist envisions is according to the shita that the Kav has Tziyur and it's rooted in the so-called Tziyur in the Eberster's Estesfiris Agnusis. But there's another shita that the Kav is rooted in Ein Seif Mamash. And the Kav does not have Tziyur in, in it. There's no Tziyur. He's going to say, if you look Ramesh to the end of this page, you can say, Lefiyah Muvur Khan, the Shita Anal, Ayim Beis goes according to the Shita of Esos Firis, the Esos that the Sheder Shakav is in Tziur, not in Blitziur, not in Blikvul. But he's explaining that according to Blikvul, then for sure you understand why the Kav needs a Tzimtzum completely. Because how do you go from Blikvul to a Kav? But even a Shita that the Kav is also, that's what he says, Vigam, let me see. Well, So Why? Because the kav is receiving from Sagnusis. So the chimpsum is not complete consimpsum because Sagnusis and the kav have a relationship. Look, for the first shita, you could say it's one simpsum that affects everything equally. But he continually say that he's going in this mimer according to the Shim Shita that Simpson Shoyev. So this is a chiddush, of course, because you never usually hear that that the Simpsons effect on the Shedish Shemokra Kav, which means this is different than its effect on the on the Caleb. Okay. Now we'll, I'll, I'll get through that. I just want to say one thing here. I mentioned I would speak about this. If you look in Samarvov, on the other hand, in Achedish, and the Maimorim after Achedish, all the way through Odom Kiyakarev, you see there that the Rebbe Rashab is leaning more to the Shita of Edis Peshutim, the other Shita. The Shita that he brings here, but he doesn't say Lefiyam Avur Khan. So I remember Zabochet sitting once and hearing a big Vikuach between two great, big masculine Mechsidis, Abiel, and Ibad Lechaim Lechaim, Moshe Marozov, who was the son of Honya Marozov. And Amisha Maroza was Kachan Zechalad and Ayim Beis. Abiel was a big master of Samarvov, because Ayim Beis didn't come out to Lamed Zayin, Tosh Lamed Zayin. So in his Bokhashi years, as he told me, he absorbed Samarvov. That was the, the, that was the Hemshech at the time. And Ayim Beis came, of course, Ayim Beis was the real marathon. But the Amisha Maroza, Meza Siba was, uh, I guess, his Kav delayed, but Mitzvah Davazoya Beit Fei was Ayim Beis. So I remember listening, and they were arguing about this point. That's when the first time I, I realized that uh, that Samarvov goes more according to the sheet of Eidus Pshutim, and uh, and Aimbe is more according to the sheet of Eidus Mitziyar. So I asked them. I remember I said, "So what tack is the reason? I mean, why why did Rebbe Rashab choose was a random choice? Samarvov is, is giving Eidus Pshutim, and and obviously there's overlap. Both of them bring both shittas. Echsidus at the end of the day speaks about these inyanim on both shittas. I mentioned that in Bosligani Tovshin Tezvov. And the Maimer of Shabbos Bishal and the, and the Sichus Bishalach Tavshin Tezvav afterwards, the Rebbe explains clearly, which is really obvious, but the Rebbe says it befedish that all shittas are true. This is a Basically, both shittas are necessary because each one focuses on a different mile. So the general approach of Chsidis. So they didn't give me an answer. They didn't really know. They said, you know, they but 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 definitely clearly that uh, that both Hamshechim go. Lean, I'd say lean. They both, as that bring both. So, what I would suggest, this is my own Yashlem B'derech So, 
it's fine if you don't agree, <laughs> um, that some involved really, they didn't answer. They said they don't know. At the time, remember, some of Ayin Bezer just came out. It wasn't really fully, un, was, I mean, that part of Ayin Bezer was always here. We had the first, uh, Til Vayigash Ayin Gimel, we had in Kapir. But you didn't have the rest of it. So in a way, you don't know, fully the rest, you don't know the whole picture. It seems to me pretty begolly. The more I learn it, the more it's clear, is that you have to also remember that order, Samavov comes before Ayin Bez. Samavov, the Yisod of the whole Hemshech, really, is Aveda Bekeyachatzmei, the mile of the Evid, Ben Shinas Evid. That even though there's Giluyim and there's Amshachas Mile Lamata, right from the beginning of the first Bible in Samarvav, he asked the question, so what's the Uftu of Aveda? If Eden Sof, if Nea Tzimtzum was Bligvul, what does Aveda accomplish? And throughout the Hemshach, he talks a lot about the Aveda. Now, from the Chinah of Evid, is what's an Evid versus a Ben? A Ben is a Tziur. He's a Tziur. It must, he's, it comes from like he brings there the Moshe the Ben Melech, that's Mishtasheya in the Hechla Melech. So a Ben is Giluim, is the Tzir of Elikus, that the Ben is Bedugma, it's like Chelek Elikam Mamash, it's the Neshama. And Evid, his whole Indian is to go out of the Tzir. There's Kabbalah sale, out of the Tzir of your Sechel and Midas, and be bottled to something greater than you. Bitla, Evid, La Odin. A Ben doesn't have, we don't say the word Bitla, even though the Ben has Bitla. But it's a bit that Sofkosov is because there's a Kesher B'neim. And Evid is completely Pshitus. So therefore, it makes total sense that the Eris, speaking about the Eris in Samarvav, is going to be Pshutim. Because the Inyi, the Kavonis, Tarez game from the Nitzir. It's Tarein game, the Tzir, Tarez game. The Kavshotis Atzir, to Mekabal Alakuz, that's Lamayla Mitzir. So Samarvav is really about that, that through Aveda, Lamata, you reach Eden Sof, like a whole Teichon there, Yigir, Yigir Betere, he says those are the two key things to reach Alakus. Because as long as a Nivra remains in its seer, how could it be a Kelly Talakus? So it has to go out of its seer. And it does that through Yigir. That's the real taken of the whole Samavov. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more to it, but this is a critical, the real punchline. And you see it throughout Samavov, especially in the later Maimodim. So therefore, it is Pshutim. The Indian is that is Gimfutsir. So basically, Samavov is Mamatalamat. Ben Shanasa Evid. Um, I am based, which follows some of all. Once the Rebbe Rashab established the idea of a race game from Zich, remember the Kavon is the Chfortes of the Zayin and it should be Dira Betachtenim Bislapshus. We know Mamata Lamaila is a very high Madrega. Tefillah is Mamata Lamaila, but you also need Tera. And so I am based, as you shall see, focuses a lot more. Again, both, I will not say one is that they're mutually exclusive. I am based has hundreds of pages on Tefillah and Mamata Lamaila. But overall, he always comes back to, okay, so how are we now? Mamshich, I would say the other way around. Evet shenasa ben. Now, once you've experienced that total Kabbalah sale and total yigir, and that is game from zich and bitl, now we have to bring back alakus within you, which is such a, you say, this is the theme in all the Rebbe's, my modem and sichis, that what's nishke nuk is game. It's not just a skafia, and not just a raise game from zich. Kabbalah sale now has to come into giluyim. And now the Kabbalah sale and the, and the Pshittus has to come into Tzir. So therefore it makes total sense that the Shittu and Ayin Beis is going to be Eris Mitzuyarim. Because now we're talking the other side of the coin. How to bring it into the Tzir of Velt. And it's not a Stira. Because it all depends on what you're talking about. It would be like, is there a Stira between uh, the fact that Avedis Satfil is through your effort and Tzir comes, I'm Shachim No, you need both Kavim. You need Asusa Delele, you need Asusa Delatata. So if you're talking about 
more Mitzir Sa'ilam, I am based focuses on bringing it into the Tzir of Velt, which of course is necessary for for the Gula and so on. If you're talking about the Aveda of going Aristanzich, that's more Samarvov. Again, there's plenty of overlap, so it's not, again, mutually exclusive. So I wanted to just say that because I think it helps understand a lot of things. If you learn both of them, you'll see that this is uh, very apparent at some point. It becomes very much when you start seeing the Hemshech uh, Advar. So finally, let me say this. The rest of the Maimir, it's not, as I said, it's, it's not, there's only really one more Pedic. Then there's the end of the Maimir. Um, so the Pedic test, the Rebbe Rashab starts laying the ground of what is this Esos Firis She's coming to explain more. So, what's this relationship between Esosphiris Hagluyes in Atsilis with Esosphiris Hagnuzis Lifni Atsimsum? That's the taken of this Pedic. The Ian Shane Gnuzis when Allah is in the same Shane Klulim Umi Yechodim by Shane Mitsias La Atsma. So, what's the difference between them? The difference is you can't say they're the same thing. You could say one is rooted in the other. So if you go back to the Moshal I gave with the artist, what does the artist have to do? But think of yourself a moment. Let's say in your mind you're mitzayed that you want to do something today. You want to build something. You want to write something. What's the difference how it lies in the tzir in your meyach and how it comes bepeil on paper or in my bepeil in action? Besides the fact that it gets some amoshes, but what, did, what, what process do you have to go through? So what he explains here is that, that the level of Esos Firis like Nuzis, the Esos Firis are not really Sviris. We Why do we call them Sviris? Because God is envisioning the art that he wants to create. He's envisioning or in the Lashon of the Sviris, Chochma, Bina, Das, and so on. But in his vision, Chochma doesn't have any shape and form. It's because Chochma is not the Kavona. The Kavona is to create a structure. Think of the artist, he's envisioning the whole art. The art is made up of details, but his focus is not on the details, his focus is on the overall vision. He wants to convey, let's say, like the three paintings the Rebbe Rashab and the Friedrich writes about. The painting conveys a, a battle scene, a, a field. It's not negate the plot whether there's a bird on a, on a, uh, on a uh, twig, not twig, on a huh? stalk. stalk, good, yeah. It's a gate that he wants to convey a feeling. Just like, or let's say a maimer. Even though there's Aseus here, the way it's in the machshava of the of the Mechaber, he's not thinking about the Aseus per se. That's the second Madrege. His kavon is, what do I want to cr- get across? So therefore, the Esesir Sagnuzis, everything there is mixed, as he says, Muravis, those are Lashon Islamis, Kulim Echad Moshe, Emechins, Metzilah, Nechim, Metzilah, Nekeres. Yeah. The Emesir from Shum Riboy. Where did he say the word Muravis? I thought I saw that. Okay, maybe it's afterwards. Fine. This is the taken of this Pedic, of um, that that basically that the eris of Esesvirus are the Svirus, but they are still completely pshutim, because all they are is really part of one picture in the mind of the of the Ebishtu. When he continues on in this Pedic, well, let me just look for a moment. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, so I'll say one thing because of time. Um, so he gives the dogma of Matan Tera. And by Matan Tera, Why? Because it's a strange phenomenon. Suddenly you see sounds and you hear uh, sights. So it's like, what, what is this? Like some a magic show, you know? 
So there's actually a concept today called synesthesia. There are people actually that have that. There are people who have the concept. When they, they're, they're different people. We know them. That when they see something, they hear a sound. A, a color blue evokes a sound in them. And a and, it's, and uh, when they and some and a sound evokes a vision, they actually see a color. When we hear a, a sound, they hear they see a color. Could be imagination. No. But this check it out, synesthesia. Um, it's been proven because they did blind tests to different people in different rooms. They asked them, "What did you see? What did you hear?" So there's something there. Now, if you think about it, it's not such a pella. That's what he says here. Because what taka makes the difference? Why do you hear sounds and see sights? That's because there's a tzir. But if you go back to Sheresh Be'etzim HaNefesh, Ke'echari and Ke'echashmiyah, they're not yet up on actual sight, an actual sound. So technically, if you were to go to the brain and rewire the line that goes toward the ears and the line that goes to the its eyes, and you change the wires. I, I don't mean Be'gashmis, obviously. I mean the neural the neural connections. So in Indian, why not? It's not a Atzmizdik, it's Chiluk between Riyah and Shmiyah. So what he says here is that when you go into the etzema nefesh, the keches haklul and benefesh are not yet shaped forms. And there are many examples for it. I, you know, I think we need more time to elaborate. Maybe I'll do it next week a little more, what this means. But the point is that this is a yesedizdik and a kudah because it tells you that the way the Ebeshter creates things is first it starts off in a way that's not formed yet. And from that will come. For example, even the, the conception of a child. If you were able to see that one cell, when an egg was fertilized by the seed and something was conceived, and you were able to see for our, under a microscope, what would you see? Or if you look at a seed, a seed planted in the ground, a grain seed, an apple seed, a seed, I'm not talking about a tree. What do you see in the seed? So one moment that in Yemashani, Tafresh Be'e, the Friedrich Rebbe says, and scientists say that when you put the seed under a microscope, you'll actually see in very microcosm, in very small, but the you'll see some of the seed of a tree. That's what he says. But even if you don't, this seed is going to grow into a tree. Explain to me how this big tree is all lying in one seed. So you have to say that there's some way, everything that's there, because remember, everything that you're going to be as a human being, once a child is born, was all nichol in that first cell. Nothing was nishadish. It's not like uh, after nine months, the Ebershah suddenly sends a, a new chamshachah. It all begins with that one nucleus, and that slowly develops. So when you start envisioning that, you can start seeing how something becomes from a state that's more pshittis to a state that's more tzir. We'll, t- we'll, we'll, um, we'll elaborate on it. I just uh, planted the seed, so to speak. No pun intended. Okay. <laughs> okay. Everyone have a good day. We'll stop here. Yeah. What you were saying.